You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. 94-78. Carmelo Anthony is getting into it with some fans here just behind our broadcast area. They've been riding him for about four straight possessions. Melo started looking in their direction. The conversation continued, and now Melo has had enough and began to move towards them. Leon Wood has stepped in with security. And there might be an ejection in play here. Yeah, it looks like it is. Security's here. The referees are pointing at him. And uh, we've got a couple of guys I think are going to get thrown out. Sometimes you, you play through it. You try to play through certain things. You play through the heckle. But it's that's all fun and games. I've been, I've been doing that for 19, 20 years. So especially coming here, it's been a great place to come in and play. And fans, I, I know how the fans are here. And, but it's just certain things you don't bring to any type of sporting event. It's just certain things you don't say to anybody. If I was outside and I bumped into you and you said that said those things to me, then it would be a totally different story. So, but again, I'm it's it's, it's out of my hands now. So however however way they want to play it, they can play it. Welcome on in BetQL Daily, presented as always by Fan Duel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, and Hawksworth will join us on a Football Friday, our final real Football Friday of the year. As at the conference championship games on Sunday, the Bengals and the Chiefs, the Rams and the 49ers will get into everything. Simon Hunter of the Action Network joins us in about 20 minutes. Eddie Gross, FanDuel, more ways to win. Valley Sports West later in the show. Our contest picks, props, long shot props. Joe, we got a ton of football to talk about. We do, we do start, though, with the, um, I guess, the big unfortunate moment in the NBA last night. The fans go a little overboard, obviously, in Philadelphia. Uh, I don't know exactly what was said, but it seemed like everyone thought it crossed the line. I'm, I'm not surprised. And uh, and the Lakers <laughs> and the Sixers have themselves a night. As far as the game goes, no LeBron took the wind out of the sails a little bit. I was I was looking forward to that game. And then no, LeBron yeah. gets ruled out. It's like, ah, and Sixers beat him. Yeah, I had, I was running around basketball practice. Oh, LeBron's out? Eh, whatever. I don't I wasn't all that interested, but there was one major takeaway in the sports betting world uh, from that game last night. It was uh, Joel Embiid. It finally happened. We were wondering, when are the sports books going to respond? Well, they responded later last night. It seemed across the board. And it wasn't one of those Embiid 31, 33, 35 point performances that we've been used to. It was a 26-point game for him, nine rebounds, seven assists. But it looks like all the sports books made their adjustment, and he is now the lone favorite to be the MVP, the lone favorite, Joel Embiid at plus 270 over at FanDuel, the second favorite, Giannis, third favorite, Curry, fourth, Jokic. And as we've been discussing most of the week, that's when it starts to drop off to Ja, and then there's a secondary drop-off 
Uh, I noticed that DeMar DeRozan fell all the way to 46 to 1, Booker 42, KD not out there. He's at 35 with LeBron. Yeah, and they that number on on uh, Embiid went so high. Like it got it's getting to a ridiculous level. And I know I know he's putting up great numbers, but 33 and a half on a point total on a point prop for a regular yeah. season. It that's that's rare. I mean, I I Joe, can you ever seeing many numbers like that? Like maybe Curry at his best. Uh, Durant maybe around his best, like when they're on their heaters, like you you get that. But 33 and a half for anyone for a regular season game, like what are we doing? Yeah, it's what the betting market does. Uh, when someone's on a heater, everybody's betting the overs. Uh, we have a long run and it gets around, oh, nine of the last 10 games. He's hit this mark. Uh, 12 of the last 15 games, he's hit this mark. And it just, get, it just gets ballooned to a point where uh, people aren't really taking a step back and thinking about it. They're just betting over, over, over until they start losing a bunch of them. Uh, that's what happened with Embiid. He just kept going uh, over, and people are betting on it just blindly, basically, till it gets out to a number like that. My goodness. I mean, l even last week it was in the high 20s, wasn't it? Maybe yeah. touching 30, and he had all those games of 31 when he was going over. But, uh, yeah, when you get to 33 and a half, okay, let's, uh, let's calm down a little bit. I think the other thing is um, now that Clay Thompson has come back, we've seen Steph's numbers go down. Remember, we were talking about Steph almost every day, how well he was playing. But I think the, you know, now that Clay is back, so it'll be interesting to see when Draymond comes back, you know, if that opens things up for Steph again. But I think that's definitely affected his numbers in this MVP race. He finally sure. had a really good night, though. He shot 50%. Shot 50% last night. But, yeah, uh, over the last month, his his numbers have uh, truly dipped. Uh, yet you wonder, a guy that does so much damage from the outside, you're going to go through these lulls from time mm -hmm. to time. And is there value on Steph at 4-1 to one now? It's interesting. Yeah, he was almost even money, remember? Right. He was the overwhelming, like, oh, it's going to be him, it's his, and now he's falling back. I think there's got a lot of twists and turns still to go yeah. in the yeah. MVP race in the NBA. So, so fun night last night in the NBA. We will um, we'll get to some, some trends and some thoughts as we move forward to a uh, conference championship weekend in a minute here. But one thing newsworthy yesterday – because we were, we were having a lot of fun with the coaching carousel in the NFL and obviously the hiring of Matt Eberflus while we we're on the air with our, our Chicago contingent here was, was fun to talk about. But how about the big one last night was Josh McDaniels is now maybe the guy for the, the Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, that was the one that, that always felt like the wild card, right? Harbaugh, Michigan, maybe. Now that seems like it's cooled off. But they're after another big name. Is this finally the team to get Josh McDaniels to leave Belichick's side and go for his second chance? Maybe. A, a couple of the bigger names. I, we were wondering aloud, what's happening? What's happening with McDaniels? He was pegged as the guy for so long. Is there a succession plan in New England eventually? Is he going to get sick of waiting at some point? Uh, maybe this is the chance. Maybe. We weren't hearing a lot of teams knocking on Josh McDaniels' door. Same thing with Flores. And then right. now we're getting word, Saints and what a fit that would be. I mean, the Saints are just—they're the last team they, they to uh, be put in this position where they've got to replace the head coach, and they might get the best one of the bunch if uh, they they move on to Flores. That that would be fascinating. But yeah, we still have a bunch of the bigger names, and at the start, Doug Peterson was a big name. Don't hear his name much. <laughs> I, I'm wondering if your guy Doug would uh, take an OC job. He might have to. I, I have a feeling Doug doesn't interview well. I think you like him better if he's your coach rather than like 
put a, sh- a shirt and tie on and come present why he should lead your organization. Uh, Flustered, he's putting yeah. his hands through his hair the whole time. I don't know if Doug is a CEO type that's going to win over owners or at least a- enough of them. But the McDaniels thing, Aaron, is interesting because it's like, is this it? Is this he's finally going to leave Belichick to take his second chance somewhere? I can see it. I can see the Raiders and Josh McDaniels happening. Yeah, and I feel like he would be a good fit there. Um, I like it. And then Basaccia, I what is he up for? I the Bears read. are trying to get him to be the special yes, teams coordinator. Special teams, yeah. I meant to ask you about that. What do you think about that, Joe O? Uh, that would be great. They just lost their uh, their last special teams coordinator to Carolina. No surprise there. They're not going to hold him over uh, with a new regime. I mean, <laughs> the guy was a successful head coach. I, I, really? And he ran a good special team, so... Uh, that would be very good. And we saw on Saturday night how impactful special teams can be. It can end your season like that. So uh, I would be very pleased. I, I hear a lot of Eagles being targeted. A lot of Eagles in this uh, brand new era of the Chicago Bears as well. Yeah, it's funny. Last year when the Eagles fired uh, fired Doug Peterson and they uh, and they hired Sirianni, well, they got you know their owner and GM are getting grilled, and they they said they think they have five future GMs in their front office. So I'm not surprised people are getting interviews. Like obviously, so, someone must have told them that. That probably wasn't just like them spinning it. Like someone must have told yeah. them like, yeah, we like your people, or, or you you have smart people in your front office. So some might end up with the Bears. We shall see, and we shall see how this all plays out on Sunday. Let, let's look forward here, guys. We start talking about these games: Bengals, Chiefs, and of course the Rams and the 49ers coming up on on Sunday. So. We, we went through a lot of trends versus truth yesterday. And it's interesting, this one here. So home teams as of late, a lot of success, conference championship weekend. 13-3 and three straight up, 11-5 against the spread. Conference championship play last eight years. That 11-5 stands out. You know, 13-3, mm-hmm. that stands out too. But the 11-5 against the spread. And, I mean, you, you get this, right? You would expect to have a winning record. You have home field advantage for a reason, right? You were the better team in the regular season. You have a better record. But... The 11 and 5 means they're covering. And I think the Eagles are probably the only Joe home underdog in a conference title game in recent memory. So these are home teams favorites covering. Yes. And then the the next note we have to follow up to refine it a little bit brings us to the AFC Championship game. Right. And this one really stands out is you have 7 point favorites or higher. Mm-hmm. They're winning 12 and 5, 12 and 5 straight up. Okay, that makes sense. I actually would have guessed maybe it'd be even a little bit higher, but they're not covering. They are 6 and 11 against the spread uh, since 1999. So that's pretty fascinating. So you have the big favorites, but the dogs are covering against the spread, which we spend so much time discussing. Um, are the Bengals live? Well, It's not like the Chiefs have covered that monster number of more than a touchdown a whole lot over the last couple of years. And now if you shop around, you're getting a little little extra for your money. The public is weighing in on this Friday morning. It's either a juiced seven in favor of Kansas City or it's seven and a half at a lot of spots. So if you are considering Cincinnati, uh, you'll want to grab that hook. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. 
Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy60. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The number has risen, Aaron, at FanDuel. This morning on FanDuel, the Bengals are now seven and a half point underdogs. Yeah, I texted Joe O because he was saying all week, if it gets to seven and a half, he might take it. So uh, I was curious. Are, I don't are know. you feeling it now or are you on the fence? I didn't respond. <laughs> I woke up, saw the seven and a half. I was like, ooh, it's tempting. <laughs> Not something I've considered all week, really, because I wasn't expecting it to go to seven and a half. It te- they tested that early on in the week and it bounced right back. But now that you think about it, is this the public finally weighing in or is it some of the sharper betters as well? I think it's the public finally coming in. They're coming in on um, KC here. Mm-hmm. And after what we saw on Sunday night, I guess that makes a lot of sense. They probably forgot about Joe Burrow and they didn't even hit that 20 point threshold on Saturday. Uh, the team with the extra rest. Yeah, I'd consider it. It is as we we'll break down the entire game and all our betting angles. We've got some new ones that we have not discussed this week. But for me, that's uh, you consider the Bengals are at this point. Don't don't. I mean, this is one on one stuff. It's there all week. And now it's seven and a half. You can't come in now and bet the Chiefs seven and a half. Both might win. Both might win. But that's going to bite you many times. Yeah, and I, I think it's – I don't know if this has become a public thing. It's something I saw yesterday. It certainly opened my eyes to the idea of the Bengals before the number even went to 7.5. So look at the Chiefs this year when they have faced top quarterbacks and look mm-hmm. how many points they've given up. I, I have very little doubt in my mind the Chiefs are going to find a way to win. Home, Mahomes, right. Reed. I, I feel like the Chiefs will hoist another AFC trophy. But the cover, they're going to have to score a lot of points to cover based on their history this year. So they faced – here are the top quarterbacks they've uh, they faced and points they've given up. Lamar Jackson, that was healthy Lamar early in the season. They got 36. Uh, Justin Herbert, 30. Josh Allen, 38. Um, you, you know, you go down the list now, and we get back to recent times. Again, last recent, week. Yeah, yeah last week, four, uh, 36 again to Josh Allen. So when they have faced Burrow. those guys, and now Burrow. And, and <laughs> I, I, I forgot the Burrow one, right? Burrow in mm-hmm. week was at 17. They allowed 34. So it's, it's 30 every time. Every time they face a... Guy that we would say belongs that top five mix. Yep. It's 30-something points. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. So I've been talking about points this week. Yeah, I could see it. Now, honestly, I could see it playing out both ways. Couldn't you also see the Bengals accomplishing so much this year, getting this far all the way to the AFC Championship game and Joe Burrow's first full season, and then they just get their their doors blown off at Arrowhead? Mm -hmm. I. I could see that as well. Yeah. Either either way, the one thing that would surprise me if we have a low scoring game, that would be the shocker. So I got a question for you guys because I and it kind of ties into the whole public thing. So I'm in a contest and it's side and total for both games. It has been throughout the playoffs and there's a it's like golf. There's a cut line every week. 
So the the number in the contest is seven and a half. So is there, and I'm assuming it's a public ish pool. Are people going to, I was trying to talk myself into laying the seven and a half because people are going to take the Bengals with the hook. But I was just curious, like how you think that, like in a scenario like that, because again, it ties in the whole public versus sharper discussion. Yeah. Well, that is there game theory involved. Are you chasing? So, I mean, you have to survive. You've got to, there's what you got to be in the top 12 this week. So you've got to be the top 50, uh, 30%, I think of the pool to move on. Uh, so yeah, there is game theory. In that one, the public play, I think, is going to be the over. Yeah. Right. I am course. taking the under in that. But it's like also the other part of the game theory is you try and take some publics. So you you take those with you and you just do enough contrarian to survive. To survive. If you go contrarian and then the public you know, has a decent week, you're dead. If you're taking the under, wouldn't you think Chiefs, when you lay – like if it's if you're taking yes. the under, I think to correlate it exactly. Correlate. Yep, right. That's a great point. Because if the game if it's going over and Chiefs win, Bengals have a lot of points too, right? We're, we got a lot of points on both sides. If you think the yep. under, Chiefs what the thirty one twenty one, more yep. like that. That that could that could win you both sides. Sure, sure. Thirty one seventeen. Yeah, I could see right. that. I would correlate it. I think Joe G's right on that one. Yep, I agree. How about my guy Malnati? I know. I'm glad you brought it up. Golf before we break. Uh, yeah, Malnati, he, he played well on the tough course in day one. He had the he easy course in day two, six under par. And now he's now he's 11 under. We gave him out end of the show yesterday at 120 to one. So uh, He's 11 under to start, start the day? He's 11 under, two shots back. Oh, we got we got a sweat on our hands now. <laughs> now. Now we got something to watch. All right, Simon Hunter of the Action Network. Joins us next. We start diving into it. Conference championship weekend in the NFL. Simon joins us next right here on the Beck UL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on Bet QL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.